From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Judy from Pro Resource. Judy, it's really nice to have you on. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to do the podcast with you. I'm really excited too. So maybe to kick us off, you can tell the audience a bit about yourself and the company that you've built. Sure. I run Pro Resource, which is a marketing agency that specializes in doing personal branding for technology executives. Most of our clients are B2B SaaS CEOs, but we get a lot of business from referrals and we work with executive leadership teams. And so we've worked with a whole lot of tech executives. And what we do is very LinkedIn-centric because for technology executives, most of their stakeholders are on LinkedIn. It's a really great place to build their personal brand and to engage with people and maintain mindshare. That's cool. What inspired you to start this company? How do you get into this space? I was running a full-service marketing agency that specialized in working with small software companies. And I wanted a sandbox. We were do- we started working with LinkedIn as a result of the recession, right? 2008, 2009 recession. And when marketing budgets were slashed and there was no money for a whole lot. And we started playing around with LinkedIn and realized that LinkedIn was a fabulous resource that you could build your own lists there. You could reach out to people. You could introduce yourself. You could educate them. You could maintain Mindshare. Fell in love with it. I didn't want to cannibalize the existing business though. So I created this sandbox where I could go off and just play with ideas. And what I was playing with was what can we do with LinkedIn? What can we do with what we were calling at the time, nurture marketing, which lifelong customer relationships, right? is critical. And so I created this place where we could play semi-privately with some of these concepts and techniques. And that business ended up being very successful and outgrowing the other business. And I folded the first one into the second one. That's awesome. And you say like LinkedIn, what does that entail? What is the scope of what you guys are doing? We focus on communication. Our goal is to create an authentic brand for our clients so that people understand where they're coming from and appreciate who they are, appreciate the value that they bring to the table, and then help them build and nurture the relationships that they need to get where they're going with their business. So for a B2B SaaS CEO, that is a wide range of stakeholders. It's prospects, it's partners, it's customers, it's employees, it's media, it's investors. And you can reach all of those people through LinkedIn. It's a very efficient method of staying in touch with people and communicating. And so that's our focus. It's positioning our clients as thought leaders and then helping them use LinkedIn to communicate their message. That's awesome. So I imagine you probably do this for yourself too, as you're like building an audience and finding customers and all that. Tell me a bit about that. Sure. Well, from the beginning, we've felt that if you're going to be talking about using LinkedIn as a communications method, you should be doing it. And especially when we started, I would reach out to people on LinkedIn and I tell them what we do and they'd say, hey, does that really work? And then I just wait for them to think, 
oh, right. That's how you got into a conversation with me. It's something that I think is really important for what we do, but it's also something I totally believe in. And so, yeah, we do the same things for me that we do for our clients. Yeah, that's awesome. What does a typical client look like in terms of how is LinkedIn used? What are some of these activities that you're doing? So our typical client is the CEO of a B2B SaaS company. Most of them are funded, but not all of them. Some of them are bootstrapped. And they're typically fairly technical, but they have a business-based audience, right? So they're selling technology and they're selling to a business buyer more often than not. And what we do for them is we help them allow people, give some transparency into who they are and what they're working on. And one of the reasons that matters so much is because people are going to Google you before they take a meeting or to prepare for the meeting. Google is going to send them to LinkedIn. I don't know the last time you Googled yourself, but your LinkedIn profile is right at the top of the search results. Google does that because people are likely to click on it. People do click on it. There's so much rich information there, which means that when you use your LinkedIn profile as the foundation of your brand, you're effectively controlling the first page of Google search results. You're giving people the information you want them to have before they meet with you. And our clients have told us this saves them so much time. Because people are able to learn about them. They build credibility before the meeting. They have talking points so that people can build rapport. People know what matters to them coming into the meeting. It, the people who are a really good fit get very excited. And the people who are not a fit sometimes just go away on their own, which means you don't waste time with people who are not a fit. And you are further along with the people who are right? Because they know more about you. They know more about your business and they know more about what you care about. It's a huge time saver, you know, especially for a tech CEO. Time is your most precious resource. You've got a runway and you need to get as far as you can, as fast as you can. And when you are doing things that save you time, that attract the right people to you and that build trust so that you can get deals faster, it makes a huge impact on your business. Absolutely. So as you're doing the, a lot of the stuff on LinkedIn is you're creating content, what strategies do you utilize to create content for LinkedIn? For us, the content comes out of the head of the executive that we're working with because we're creating an authentic presence, right? This is not one of those AI tools where you say, write me a blog post with five reasons to optimize for SEO. Right. And then AI comes back with your blog post. Right. The point of our blog posts is to open a window into the executive's brain and to share their insights and their perspectives. So we work from interviews. Our writers interview the client and we do this to write their profile or to write blog posts and somewhat to do the regular posts on LinkedIn as well. We're taking their perspective and we're sharing it. Interesting. So you'll interview them and then you'll write a piece of content or pieces of content based on that interview and the insights that they shared. Interesting. And then do you manage all the posting of the content on the link on the LinkedIn page and all that? And what does that look like? For some of our clients, yes, but it's important. We don't, we don't 
manage necessarily all of it. We really encourage our clients to do their own posting as well. And a lot of the people who work with us are big fans of LinkedIn. And so they're constantly out there doing their own thing as well. We're just, we're supporting them. Nice. That's awesome. And what have you learned? Like what's changed over time? What do you see as the future of this strategy and stuff that you're prioritizing this year? So much has changed. And if you look at the last couple of years with COVID, pre-COVID, there were people who were still saying, I don't know why LinkedIn matters. And then all of a sudden, we're all in Zoom meetings all day long. And people are looking you up while they're on the Zoom call to learn about you on LinkedIn, right? All of business went virtual. And LinkedIn is your online business presence, right? So it became substantially more important. At the same time, that increase in importance and LinkedIn's own focus on creators, right? On, on having content, on encouraging people to publish. It really changed a lot of the way the platform is being used. And one of the things that we've seen in particular over the past year is there's been a huge influx of tools that people can use to automate LinkedIn prospecting. And with the AI copy generators, there's a whole lot of copy that is generated automatically. And the demand for people to do prospecting and different activities on LinkedIn, a lot of that has been shifted to low-wage countries. We're seeing on LinkedIn right now is two things, right? One is very significant increase in the amount of spam. And LinkedIn has always been the platform that was really trying hard to reduce spam. One of the, I don't know, it might be four or five years ago now, they shut down all their APIs, except one, except the authentication one. So they don't want people automating, but because of the demand for it, because the platform became so important, so essential to doing business, people did it anyway. So now LinkedIn is is finding some different ways to deal with that. At the same time, they're also increasing the focus on publishing and on content creation. They've got creator mode was introduced this year. They have a creator accelerator program that I think is in its third or fourth cohort. They're really encouraging people to use LinkedIn to get their ideas out there, get their ideas and their vision. Yeah, that's awesome. So if I'm an executive out there thinking about LinkedIn, where to start, what to do, what's a good first step or what would you encourage executives out there to be doing? The first thing you have to think about is what you want to get out of LinkedIn. Right. And for your average executive, the things that they want to have happen are they want people to come to meetings better prepared. Nobody likes to waste time. Right. So putting the information that you want people to have about you before they come to a meeting on your LinkedIn profile should be step one. Right. And then step two is okay, what else matters to you? Are you hiring? Because if you are hiring, then you're going to want to put some information about your culture what kind of a leader you are, what is your philosophy? Are you a servant leader? Are you a stoic? How do you think about your team? Because when you do that, you become much more attractive to the people who are a good fit for you. So you want to think about that. 
And then if you're in sales or business development, then you want to think about also, how do I tell the company story? So that people who come to my profile understand that we're a market leader, we have all this traction, we're, we have important partners, very talented team. Again, what are the points that you want to make to people? And you want to get those on your profile as well. Profile and activity, right? So those are the two things. The static part of your profile, which you know you can want to update when you have news to share, right? But at least quarterly. And then what are you doing relationship-wise? Who do you want to meet? Who do you want to stay in touch with? Who do you want to educate? What do you want those people to do? And when you have the kind of the goals in mind, everything falls from that. Absolutely. It's been awesome to have you on. Any closing remarks, closing thoughts as we wrap up the episode? I think the main thing would be one of the things that I hear a lot is people think social media is a waste of time or a way to spend time, right? But social media is actually one of the most efficient things you can do to save time. And especially the higher up you go in the in leadership, the more important your time is, the more important it is that you use it efficiently. And when you are intentional about your communication and about building your brand on LinkedIn, it serves you in so many ways. It really makes a significant impact on your career and on your business. Absolutely. Great closing remarks. Thanks so much, Judy. It's been awesome to have you on. Appreciate you sharing all your wisdom and insights. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you, Brett. Thank you.